Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So, um, an incredibly good source. I mean, an unimpeachable source of mine has reached out to me, and you know I've never let you down in the past about this stuff, about another potentially explosive FBI scandal. There's a lot going on, however, today in the news. A lot happened this weekend. I promise you I'm going to get to that. You know I hate unnecessary teases, but I do have a lot to get to because something else very serious is going on in our new police state. We are in a police state. The liberals don't want you talking about it. I'll show you that later. Why? Because the thing about police staters is in order to enact a police state, they have to hide the fact that they're trying to enact a police state. That's the thing. But something very serious is going on behind the scenes. Why is the media now running cover for George Soros? And why is George Soros running away from Alvin Bragg? Prosecutor uh, Twinkies up in New York going after Trump. Something's going on. I think it has something to do with this one guy. I'll explain. A lot to talk about today. Uh, Today's show brought to you by American Financing. Most Americans are feeling the effects of inflation, filling up your car, grocery shopping. Everything is more expensive. You're seeing it. Most of you are paying these bills with a credit card. Consumer debt rose over $1 trillion in the last year. This is the biggest increase in 20 years. If you're a homeowner, there's a way out. You need to call American Financing. They can put together a plan to pay off that high interest credit card debt and create meaningful savings for every month, for you every single month. They're saving people just like you up to $1,000 a month and closing in, and they can close in as fast as 10 days. Don't wait. Get yourself into a better position. Call their salary-based mortgage consultants today and get your no-cost, no-obligation savings review. You heard that correctly. It costs nothing to get you started. And if you start today, you could delay two mortgage payments, giving you greater savings up front. The number for American Financing, 888-994-7660. Don't wait. That's 888-994-7660 or visit them online at AmericanFinancing.net, not .com. AmericanFinancing.net, 888-994-7660 is the number. NMLS 182334, NMLS, org. Thanks, American Financing. All right, Joe, a lot to talk about. Let's get this thing going. Buddy. It's Holy Moly Monday. <laughs> <laughs> After this weekend, Crazy weekend. I did a little weekend update on my locals account this morning. A lot going on. I know you have a lot of questions about some things. A lot going on in my personal life. It's nothing uh, bad or dramatic. I don't want you to overread into anything, but I'll get to more of that kind of stuff a a little bit uh, maybe later in the week. But it's been a crazy week. Just know I'm okay. Everything's good. I get a lot of questions this weekend. Where are you? You okay? I'm fine. Again, major FBI scandal news coming up. Here's a hint. It involves the air marshals. And something that you may be doing that they may be watching. Really bad stuff. But something very serious is going on behind the scenes, folks, involving the political persecution of Donald Trump by the police state. We live in a police state that's not even open for debate. No serious person thinks otherwise. Notice I said serious person because liberals are trying to hide that fact. Why is George Soros now running away from his unquestioned support of groups that supported Alvin Bragg? George Soros, big left-wing, uh, left-leaning mega donor, who has financed just corrupted liberal causes like defunding the police for years. I say corrupted because they corrupt the minds of the American psyche, making police the enemy, which lead to dangerous situations in the streets. The great irony is, as liberals are simultaneously trying to grab your guns right now, using the dead bodies of children to do so, they refuse to prosecute, criminal, prosecute criminals in liberal cities using guns to target their own citizens. It's the weirdest freaking thing. It's almost like we're dealing with psychopaths. That's because we are. So why is Soros running away from Bragg? And does it have anything to do with a guy named Matthew Colangelo? I, I don't know, but there's some really weird connections here between the Obama-Biden administration, left-wing money, and then this guy moving over from the federal government over to the Bragg thing, where they're targeting Trump. First, let's get to the liberal media response first. Clearly, something is going on with Soros. I don't know. Did they discover a money trail? Does the money trail lead back to the White House? I don't know, but there's something there. How do you know that, Dan? Because I just watch the media, folks. I work in the media. When you see media people panicking, because this happens about, with Soros, Joe, I'd say about once every year to year and a half, there's a panic that comes down through the media about Soros. No, I'm not messing yeah. with you, man. Yeah, yeah. It's you know what I'm talking about. It's I like, do. oh wait, uh, be careful mentioning Soros. Why should we be careful mentioning Soros? Uh, 
It happens all the time. And it usually happens when you're right over Soros' of the target on what Soros and his team are up to. So this is weird. Watch the media lib response. And you can tell you're about to expose something really, really bad. The media has been rattled. Here's what I mean. Here's Joe Scarborough. Where do they go, fellas, every single time? Where do they go when you're about to uncover something big about Soros' money? Anti-Semitism. It's definitely anti-Semitic to bring up George Soros. Now, I'm a Christian attacking me because I don't believe in transgender ideology. That's not anti-Christian, right? Although I can make a good case it is, right? But George Soros, who's given no indications whatsoever that anything has anything to do, uh, or no, I mean, no sane person's given any indication has anything to do with his religion. No one's attacking him for his religion at all. They need to shut you down. When they start mentioning that, you know Soros is in trouble. Joe Scarborough, MSNBC, just cue it up, kids. Here we go. He can't help himself. Ron DeSantis embarrassed himself by saying he was going to fight extradition charges like he has any say. I mean, again, one more Republican that really just doesn't give a damn about the Constitution of the United States. Uh, and, of course, you got to you, 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 you gotta just... What's this line? Look at the Soros back. No, it's just Jews. They're attacking Jewish international bankers. It's what anti-Semites have been doing for hundreds of years, attacking Jewish international bankers. And that's what they do. They try to blame everything on Jewish international bankers. It's Germany, 1933. So remember, amazingly, nothing's anti-Christian including actually murdering Christians at a Christian school. Yet, if a left-wing donor finances a group that finances a a prosecutor who goes after the opponent of left-wing ideology, there's no connection whatsoever. It's definitely anti-Semitism. What does that mean? It means ignore these idiots and double down, of course. It means you're over the target. It means something is happening here. They're trying to hide something. Listen, to be candid with you folks, I don't like doing shows where there's a little bit of opaqueness to it. It's not intentional. It's not me like, hey, something's going on behind the scenes. I'll tell you later. I'm not absolutely sure what's going on here. But I'm sure there's some kind of connection between the political prosecution of Donald Trump And some coordination between federal officials and Bragg. What I think happened, and I'm going to tell you I'm speculating, to be fair, but what I think happened here is there's some money trail here, and this got out of hand quickly. I think they thought that they would tie Donald Trump up and tar him up with some, you know, investigation in New York into his financing. They'd get some of his deputies. But I didn't, I don't think they expected. This to wind up an indictment of Donald Trump, which is clearly at this point backfired. His polls are up. He's raised four or five million dollars. Clearly, just by the uh, objective evidence of what's going on. It's not subjective at all. I don't think they expected it. And now I think they're trying to dial it back and sever any ties and they can't. I think Bragg is off right now doing his own thing. I really do. I think Twinkies has gone mad. Here, here's how I know, too, that something is up with Soros and this money trail. Here's CNN's hilariously titled fact checker. He's on the air, and now they're trying to set a new standard for George Soros's support of Alvin Bragg. Soros pays off a group. The group pledges money to Alvin Bragg. They don't want that money trail. So now supporting a candidate, nothing supporting unless you meet them personally. So they're trying to set this new standard. So, Joe, just to be clear, if, say, Donald Trump were to give a million dollars to some white supremacist group, yeah. the story would be Donald Trump supports white supremacists. <laughs> Fairly so. Count on it. Damn right count on it. But the new standard, according to the left, is if Donald Trump doesn't meet them personally, it, then it's not support. And don't worry, it'll make the story go away, <laughs> which, of course, is ridiculous. <laughs> Here they are setting a new standard to try to sever George Soros from whatever's going on, this money trail. This is serious stuff. Here, watch the fact checker. Check this out. 
A Soros spokesman told me Soros has never once communicated with Bragg in any way, not in person, not on the phone, not even on Zoom. And Soros did not make any donations to Bragg's 2021 election campaign. Soros did, however, Aaron, play an indirect role in that Bragg campaign by making donations to a PAC, political action committee, that supported Bragg. Now, here are the specifics. Soros is, again, a longtime supporter of criminal justice reform and DA candidates promoting that reform. And his spokesman told me that Soros and an affiliated PAC gave $4 million between 2016 and 2022, including $1 million in May 2021, not specifically earmarked in support of Bragg, but $1 million in May 2021, to a racial justice PAC called Color of Change, which, like Soros, also backs reform reform-minded DA candidates around the country. Now, Color of Change tells me it ended up spending just over $500,000, so not, not over a million, but just over $500,000 in support of that Bragg campaign. <laughs> Joe, he, he said it right. He's like, dude, the hoops they jumped through to try to make things, to try to not make Fetch happen. Like, no, 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 no. Soros didn't support Bragg. Soros supported a group after they pledged to support Bragg and gave a million dollars to the group that then pledged to support some of the, use the money to support Bragg. So it's like, it's not really support. Meanwhile, as I said before, if it were Donald Trump supporting some fascist group, the story would be everywhere. The story would be everywhere. But if you now the standard is, just so you know, new standard, new rules, I'll be using in the future. If you make a donation to a group that then goes rogue and supports some crazy thing, you're not responsible. It's not support. You donated to the group. You didn't meet them. You didn't meet them. New standard. New standard. Get that crap out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Please. So here are the actual facts here, because facts still matter on this show. The CNN, I'm not even going to mention the guy's name. The guy's a total life loser, always has been the fact checker. The fact checkers are losing their minds, trying to stop you from talking about Soros. Something is going on here. There is some money trail that they don't want you to see. Washington Examiner, Gabe Kaminsky. This will be in the newsletter today, Mongino.com slash newsletter, if you want to check it out. George Soros denies boosting Alvin Bragg despite a million-dollar donation to a left-wing PAC. Here are the facts. The facts. Undeniable. Here's actual fact-checking, unlike that clown at CNN and this joker life loser at the Washington Post, too, Glenn Kessler, who's become a laughingstock. Had a total meltdown this weekend. It was glorious to watch. George Soros denied he donated to the campaign for Alvin Bragg who indicted former President Trump, despite the left-wing billionaire handing a million to a political action committee that later supported Bragg. Okay, seems like a pretty straightforward story. Here's the dirty details. On May 8th of 21, Color of Change Pack endorsed Bragg and pledged to shell out a million dollars to boost him through voter turnout campaigning and direct mailers record show. Fair enough. Six days later, after this pledge, Soros steered $1 million to Color of Change, which has repeatedly supported defunding the police and has endorsed Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, you know, squad members. And the $1 million was, quote, intended to help Mr. Bragg with the money, according to the New York Times. Folks, it's just embarrassing at this point. Again, when Guy offers a comment, he typically means it because he doesn't say anything. This is just embarrassing. Just stop. Media people just no people. I'm I'm not messing with you, man. People are legit laughing in your faces. I just want to be clear. George Soros never personally met. Is there, oh, okay. Oh, don't worry about it then. No big deal. Remember the war on the Koch brothers? The Koch, Koch brothers gave money. I noticed I never saw that caveat in there. But it doesn't count as support because the Koch brothers never met them. I never saw that asterisk in there. It's almost like these people are useful idiot left-wing commie activists dying to get this country divided, and they'll do anything to let you to, to, to stop and obfuscate the truth. Here is another joke of a human being. Again, I can't say this enough. Whenever I'm about to do something stupid, unfortunately, which is too often, I think to myself, gosh, would this embarrass me in front of my kids? Do these people ever think to themselves like, this is going to be written in perpetuity. People are going to be able to see my work. I'm going to have grandkids who are going to go back and read this. 
Here's Glenn Kessler, useful idiot at the now hilarious Washington Post. He did a fact check, too, on the, quote, Joe, incendiary claim that George Soros funds Alvin Bragg. It's a fact. We just gave you the money trail. Now, the Washington Post is worried. Scarborough's worried. CNN's worried. Something's going on. So, of course, Glenn Kessler got wrecked by the actual facts. They have these community notes on Twitter where people can come in and cite sources to show you're lying. Glenn Kessler gets wrecked. They said, readers added context. Soros donated a million to color exchange. They go through the money trail. Look at this. Kessler then, go back to the top. Kessler has a total meltdown. This is glorious. Twitter trolls posted a community note to my tweet. Like they haven't actually read the fact check. He says, click the link to his story and you'll find that color of change did not spend a million in independent expenditures on Bragg as people often claim. Scroll down. To that, there's another community note. He gets wrecked again. He totally craps his diaper. The original community note says a color of change pack pledged $1 million. Soros donated $1 million to the pack days after it endorsed Bragg and pledged more than $1 million in spending to support his candidacy. The pack ultimately spent $420,000. Kessler just humiliated, humiliated again. How funny is it that this idiot, this, this, this life loser, who has done nothing but promote misinformation in his entire time at the Washington Post, an absolute agitprop specialist, gets wrecked by the facts as he's trying to, quote, check the facts on Twitter. A glorious moment. Here's what's going on here, too. The media needs this police state to punish their enemies. Kessler, CNN, Scarborough. They need the police state because they have no power to do it themselves. Kessler, Daniel Dale, the fact checkers. You have to understand, these are insecure men and women uh, with very little human dignity. They don't have any value or add any value. Um, They're not able to really do anything. They don't have any actual skills. They're not electricians or pilots. They find power in hurting others, but they can't actually hurt you because they don't have any power to do it. So they, 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 what they do is they have to incentivize others to hurt you, you know, uh, get you uh, disbarred from a legal office, get you boycotted, uh, make sure you, that you're uh, labeled a disinformation specialist or conspiracy theorist so that the government can go after you. They need to do that. That's why they need the police state and they worship it. It's why despite the fact that the Fox Dominion case, which will annihilate CNN, what do you mean it's a Fox case? Trust me, will destroy CNN. If the new standard for putting something on the air is that every bit of information, every claim, every claim put on the air by a politician, no matter how insane or it is, has to be fact-checked before it goes on the air, there's not a single liberal that would ever be allowed on CNN again. Ever. And yet CNN, because they love the police state, And the abuse of it wants the legal system to crush Fox. They want the police state to lock up Donald Trump. And they want big tech at their urging to silence you. They need it. But they have to pretend the opposite is true. Hence the labels, right? Antifa, anti-fascist. Antifa is an obvious fascist group. So they think that they can bring the police state in while pretending they're fighting against it. And the hallmark of the police state is what? Hunting down people in search of crimes. So why is Soros running away from Bragg? Stay tuned. Let me get to my second sponsor. And maybe, maybe this will make sense. There may be some money trail here. Maybe from these groups. You make the decision. We'll get to that in a second. Today's show is brought to you by HelixSleep.com. H-E-L-I-X. Sleep, especially as you get older, is critical. Especially that deep comforting, healing, healing sleep. Go to helixsleep.com and take the sleep quiz. I took it. I was matched to the Midnight Lux. Helix knows everyone's unique. So they have several different mattress models to match based on your body type and sleep preferences. We just bought one. By the way, Helix, if you want, you can put it out. I don't care, but just delete my credit card number. You can show everyone so you know I'm not making it up. We just bought another Midnight Lux. My daughter's coming back from college. 
and match or other mattress was older. He looks at me, got a new one. So my brother came down. We went to a, this uh, this uh, event, and my brother is the first one. He slept in uh, the bed in there, and he's like, "Dude, that's a really comfortable <laughs> bed." I'm not messing with you, man. That uh, that he, the midnight lux is no joke. When you receive your Helix mattress, you'll be obsessed with it. It's quick and fun to unbox. Ship for free comes right to your door. It's quick and fun to unbox. You're not going to believe how well you'll sleep. You wake up feeling rested and refreshed. They have a 10 year warranty. Helix has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is now offering up to 20% off. That's two zero, 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. Don't wait for listeners to this program. It's their best offer yet. Go today, helixsleep.com slash Dan, H-E-L-I-X, Helix, helixsleep.com slash Dan with Helix. Better sleep starts tonight. Pick one up, helixsleep.com slash Dan. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, the hallmark of a police state is hunting down people in search of a crime, not a crime in search of the people who did it. It's now fairly obvious that Soros funded a group that pledged and funded a guy, Alvin Bragg, who was using his position to politically, to politically manipulate the legal system to go after Joe Biden's political opponent. Is there a connection, however, between Biden, Bragg, and this money trail? The answer, I'm not really sure. But these are connections worth entertaining right now. Here's what I'm talking about. I want you to look at this CNN article from 2022. Ex-DOJ, Department of Justice. Sorry, there are liberals listening. They're probably like, DOJ, what's that? So the Federal Department of Justice, ex-DOJ official and former counsel in the Trump org probe, really, joins the Manhattan DA's office. They, he, he did? So it, a Department of Justice under uh, uh, Merrick Garland and under the Obama and Biden administration's DOJ official leads the DOJ as the political opponent of Donald Trump, both Obama, even Obama technically wasn't running against him. They're on the opposite sides of the political aisle, right? And then the actual political opponent of Joe Biden, as he's being prosecuted by a guy in Manhattan who just hired the guy, who worked for the guys in the past. How come this guy's story, Matthew Colangelo, isn't out there? That's the guy's name. You don't find this a little bit strange? Again, just reverse the roles. And I ask you for a moment if this would be a major scandal. If Donald Trump, and his DOJ under Bill Barr would have locked up Hillary Clinton, right? And let's say they try to do it. Let's say they try to, and it doesn't work out, okay? They drop the charges. And then all of a sudden, one of the lead guys in the Trump-Bill Barr DOJ goes to work for, say, a conservative place. The Wyoming uh, Department of Justice over there. And they go and prosecute Hillary Clinton on some, and it's the same guy. You don't think that would be a major scandal? The Wyoming Attorney General hires a guy who worked in the Trump DOJ? Folks, it's right here. April 2021, former acting Associate Attorney General Matthew Colangelo. This is a Department of Justice press release. It's right here. Look at this guy's connection. This guy's working with Bragg. Prior to his appointment, Mr. Colangelo served in the New York Attorney General's office as the chief counsel. He's been a distinguished lecturer at Georgetown, served in the Obama administration. Oh, he did? Oh, really? As deputy assistant to President Obama and deputy director of the National Economic Council? Prior to that, he served as chief of staff to the Department of Labor Secretary, Tom Perez, who's a huge radical, by the way, and was deputy assistant attorney general for civil rights at the Department of Justice. By the way, he holds a JD from Harvard. (laughs) Definitely a big conservative there. Folks, did the Biden team coordinate this investigation with Bragg? Here are some open questions that I really need some crowdsourcing on, especially from some of my contacts. Did the Biden team coordinate this investigation? Did the Biden team use a known Biden insider at the DOJ? Watch him go over to Bragg's office where he had prior connections in New York. And was there a back channel set up there to harass Donald Trump? What did Biden know? Is there a money trail? Folks, this could be one of the biggest political scandals of our time, if not the biggest. 
that a presidential candidate, which Biden is winked and nodded at, that he's going to be and was before against Donald Trump, may be employing people within the legal system and sprinkling them in sensitive offices around the country to go and find crimes to invent for Donald Trump to tie him up? Another question, did this get out of hand? I'm not sure Alvin Bragg right now hasn't gone rogue on the Democrats. I think Alvin Bragg is weak. I think Alvin Bragg, obviously, I mean, obviously man can't control his eating, right? Um, Alvin Bragg is weak. I think Alvin Bragg may, may may have gone rogue right now because there are a number of Democrats now openly, openly, and they never lose message discipline, the Democrats, folks, ever. They just don't do it. They only message discipline only collapses when the Democrats have a renegade inside their own party. They need to ice out. And that could be on either side. Liberals, like when AOC went after Pelosi or, you know, moderates, whatever you want to call them, like Kirsten Sinema. Here, listen to Bill Maher here. The guys, again, I'm not a fan of Maher. I don't even need to get into that. You get the point. He doesn't even like it when, you know, right-wingers, whatever, put his stuff out there. But I find Maher on the left to be kind of the megaphone for what's happening with moderate Democrats. There's no question in my mind people talk to him. He understands this is a colossal mistake that they may have miscalculated and are trying to detach from now. Hence, Soros moving away. You get where I'm going with this, folks? Soros moving away from the money. Oh, no, I don't have anything to do with it. The Biden administration is notoriously quiet about this thing. Check out Bill Maher saying, I don't know. We may have miscalculated. Take a listen. I just would like to go on record saying I think this is a colossal mistake if they bring these charges. Um, Not this one. You know, I mean, yes, he's done a lot of bad things, and I'm sure he did this. Everything they accuse him of done, he did. But first of all, it's not going to work. It's going to be rocket fuel for his 2024 campaign. And it's just going to look to MAGA Nation like, oh, you know, you tried with Mueller. You tried with Ukraine. You tried with January 6th. Now we go to the porn star. Really? You're down to that? Listen, I have no doubt the guy has connections to people. He has a bunch of people in these green rooms that come in and out of his show. They probably text him, talk to him. I'm not saying he's some big insider. I'm simply suggesting to you people probably talk to him to get on his show. They want to be on his show. And I'll bet he's hearing from a bunch of moderates. Hey, listen, man, or, you know, fake moderates, but pretend to be moderates, people in swing counties and, uh, and swing congressional districts. Hey, this thing's blowing up in our face, man. We really look bad here. They're probably saying to him, and this is my guess, Joe, they're probably saying to him, hey, the Georgia case, I'm, I'm not saying this. Just, you know, don't send me emails about it. I'm, I'm talking about them. They're probably saying, hey, listen, the Georgia case is much better. We've got him hook, line, and sinker on this election interference thing. And now we're blowing it because if he gets off, which he's going to, with this Alvin Bragg case, and he walks out of court victorious, and then we hit him with the Georgia stuff, what's it going to look like then, Joe? Oh, here we go. Mueller 3.0. Couldn't get him with Mueller. Couldn't get him with Bragg. That is what's going on here. The Democrat, listen, man, this is my entire life is studying the Democrats, it's, it's what I, my entire professional life, I should say, I actually have a life outside of this with my kids, thankfully. But my professional life is studying and analyzing the Democrats. The show is a political show. It's not an entertainment show. It's not a sports show. What I do and read about, they are so easy to predict, but they are disciplined and you should respect them. Something's going on. The Soros panic, the detachment from this thing, I think they miscalculated badly. And I can tell that they're living in the past. They're living in the past. The Democrats in this new media ecosystem, some of them are legacy media types, are still flabbergasted and confused about the power of conservative social media. Their narrative is this. Trump is corrupt. We finally got him. Look what Bragg's doing. It rapidly turned into a holy, there's a police state out there. And they're panicked. They don't know how to handle it. So now they're going back to what they do best. Which is what, Joe? Calling people conspiracy theorists. That's it. That's all they've got. Yeah. I'll show you what I mean in a second. It's all it's, it's the it's bring the righty out of the bullpen. It's all they've got left. <laughs> yeah. Watch what they're doing, and you know how to respond. I'll get to that in a second. I'll show you the evidence. And big breaking news about a 
potentially major FBI scandal. I'm sure the FBI is going to be listening now, so don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you by MyPatriotSupply.com. Listen, you ensure everything in your life should matter, right? Against an emergency. Why do you have health care? Because God forbid something could happen. You could get really sick and it could bankrupt you. So you insure it. Well, this is the craziest thing. With all the headlines out there now and all the craziness going on and China and Russia and everything else, the threat of an EMP attack, people don't insure their food supply? Folks, you got to do it. Do it for yourself. Do it for your neighbor. Don't be, uh, why do it for your neighbor? Because, folks, if this all breaks bad, you want to be knocking on your neighbor door, neighbor's door asking for his or her food? He's going to be like, hey, why didn't you prepare? I prepared. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Pick up their three-month emergency food kit now. Get it now while it's on sale. The kit contains 2,000 calories uh, per day. Uh, for, that's, and calories are survival, folks. Save $200 per kit. Get one kit per family member so no one goes hungry. It's breakfast, lunches, dinners. The food's delicious. There's over 2,000 calories a day. And calories, again, are survival. So act now. Don't wait. Don't delay. I'm very serious about this stuff. This is really important. Preparedness. Sleep better tonight, knowing your family won't suffer if, God forbid, the worst happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll enjoy free shipping. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Go today before it's too late. Do not wait for the emergency to try to feed yourself. You'll be sitting on lines. Okay. This is how I know they miscalculated. Whenever they go to the conspiracy theorist uh, nonsense talking point, you know they've lost control of the narrative. So these hapless goons at the New York Times, I mean, again, just humiliating. Imagine having spawned these idiots. Tiffany, remember uh, Tiffany <laughs> Shue, Stuart Thompson? Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, Joe's like, because we always have to deal with these yes. dunces. They hilariously title themselves misinformation specialists as they actively promote misinformation. Actively. <laughs> they do it well. They do nothing all the time. It's so embarrassing. I, I only saw this piece because, of course, they mentioned me and it always... Conspiracy theorists online grasp for an explanation behind an indictment. And what they're trying to do here is, they're, again, they understand exactly what's going on. This is a pathetic legal case brought about by a bunch of police staters to weaponize government to take out their political enemies. So they feel like, what have we been saying since Watergate, Joe? We would say, call them conspiracy theorists and everyone will discredit them. this. You know they're worried. You know they're worried here. Of course, they don't want you to speak about this. The New York Post is reporting that the Trump team is worried that the, the judge in this case may actually put a gag order in. You can read these pieces in my newsletter. A gag order. Can you imagine this? A gag order in a case. Donald Trump, arrested by the police state, persecuted by the police state, runs against the police state, and a judge tells him you can't talk about it? That, folks... If, if if there was ever, ever a First Amendment violation, that would be it. And the only good news is you, you should actually hope the judge does this because this will go all the way to Supreme Court and will overturn speech and speech rules and regulations and laws in the United States forever. There's simply no way that'll stand. That a police state prosecutor funded by a group, funded by a left-wing activist, George Soros, with clear connections to the Obama-Biden administration, can put the guy in jail, and then he's not allowed to speak about it, while the left-wing media says, hey, these are conspiracy theorists, Dan Bongino and others, trying to do what? You all know what they're trying to do. Wink and nod to Twitter and others. Hey, you better get them off Twitter and social media. They can't talk about it either. The narrative's out of control. Here's the Huffington Post. Here they <laughs> Proving again. It doesn't matter how many times. Guys, please. Uh, Joe, I, I yeah. want you to go back. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a very easy assignment okay. up there with the Joy Reid. I know you're on that, trying to find Joy Reid, yeah. the author of her homophobic blog. Eternally. Blog. You haven't no, no, nothing on that, right? No, no update not a, on that? Not a damn no. thing. Okay, yeah, he's, he's just lazy. He doesn't want to do it. That's why he's trying to find Joy. He don't want to do it. He don't want to do it. <laughs> so here's another one. This, I'm kidding. Here's an easy one for you. I want you to go back, Guy, you and Joe today. I want you to spend the entire day, entire day. Show wraps at 12 noon Eastern. Sorry to put this on your backs. Right. I want you to find every show where we called for violence and political violence for attacking your enemies. Okay, I'll expect a full report tomorrow. Um, it's done? Joey beat you. What? Guy said, Guy said it's a zero. 
Uh, Joe, do me a favor. Joe, Joe, take your time. I think Guy rushed it. I'll expect a report tomorrow where we did that, okay? I'm going to call Guy. Um, I know it's going to be an yeah. easy... I'll, I'll oh, you're going to call yeah. Guy. Okay, good. Now, it's going to be a very easy assignment uh, because I'm sure it never happened. Matter of fact, what a hard assignment, and I think you can both agree, would be to go back and document all the episodes where we explicitly state the dangers of redline political violence in the United States. That would be a long show. And I wouldn't do that to Joe or Guy because they work hard. And right, guys? It would probably be close to a thousand times we've said that. So I wouldn't do that to them. But expecting the Huffington Post and Matt Chewham and these absolute douche canoes to do any homework like that at all is expecting them to do journalism, which they can't do. So what they want to do is they want to lock up their political opponents funded by left wingers. Again, with connections to the White House who are running against the same people they're locking up. And they want to make sure that you don't talk about it. And the best way to do it is to say, it could be exciting, inciting violence. Really? By explicitly stating, please do not engage in violence. Amazing how that happens. Here's Matt Shuham, absolute ass clown at the Huffington Post. Again, if Matt actually went back and quoted what I said, he'd be humiliated. And because I don't have time to waste for Joe and Gee, I'm serious. I could play you in a whole hot take of me talking about how bad that would be if that happened. You've heard it. I don't need to waste your time because of this total a-hole. Now, talking about the police state, folks, is agitation. You know, it's the agitation was not confined to Tucker Carlson's show. He quotes Jesse Waters. Jesse Waters, who said, people better be careful. Be yeah, you, you should be careful, always. Because you've got Antifa and BLM following you around all over the place, beating the crap out of people. Oh, 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 look, we've got video of that coming up. It was so weird. And Matt Shuham, douche canoe, notes, Dan Bongino, another network personality, said Americans were living in a police state. And he recalled the time he spent in a country that had troubles with the democratic process. Bongino said a military official in that country told him he who has the guns has the power. That's true. Little did I know. That was going to be where we are now. If you've got the guns, you've got the power. Obviously, talking about the Biden administration, the FBI, and the DOJ. What the? Is this guy stupid? What the? How, the, how freaking stupid or malicious do you have to be to turn the argument on its head? <laughs> now, keep in mind. Mention we live in a police state. Repeatedly tell people the right way to assemble and protest to affect political change. Ehud Barak gave us the lesson. Left winger last week played the video. 8% of people show up in the streets. Don't leave. Peacefully protest. You'll affect change. Doesn't matter. You're agitating for violence. Despite the fact that you're warning people about the effects of violence, especially when the government does it. But not when you're a lefty. You're a lefty on MSNBC. You can say whatever you want. Daily Caller. We're in a cold civil war, Princeton professor predicts. Predicts racial and class conflict after Trump indictment. Plow ahead. Ignore Matt Shuham. I mean, really. Mr. and Mrs. Shuham, I apologize for having spawned this loser. I'm really sorry for you. Ignore these idiots. Ignore these Soros talk is anti-Semitic stuff. Plow straight ahead. You understand this is panic on their part, not on ours. The facts are on our side. The police state is freaking out. It's right in front of you. They're running from Soros. They're running away from Twinkies up in New York. They know they've jumped the shark and they don't know what to do. It's the only reason you're seeing this message panic. Plow straight ahead. All right, I'm going to get to my FBI story. I just want to show you some videos of how violent the left is now becoming and why I keep mentioning that the people in that story, why it was such a panic for me when that guy said that to me. He who has the guns has the power. You don't want that. That's what the police state looks like. It's a warning. It's not a freaking recommendation, you idiots. It's a warning for liberals, too. You don't want to live in a police state. 
where the government's locking people up. And you especially don't want one run by maniacs. They're getting extremely violent, the left now. So what happened in Nashville? There's a, I've got some video for you coming up next. Um, I'll get to that. And that, again, that FBI story is just explosive. Uh, folks, Omaha Steaks, spring is in the air. Can only mean one thing, spring grilling. Steak experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to spring into something delicious with their semi-annual sale. With 50% off site-wide, grab all your favorites like perfectly aged tender steaks, ocean-fresh ocean seafood, juicy burgers, and decadent desserts. Plus, when you go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout, you'll get an additional $30 off your order. It's a perfect way to get fired up and spring into something special. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com, use code Bongino at checkout, and take advantage of this deal. Listen. I have been a big fan of Omaha Steaks way, way before they were a sponsor of the show. I'm happy to have them here because the food is absolutely delicious and it's ready to ship your order right away. You're going to want to hurry because 50% off site-wide is only happening for a limited time. Don't miss your chance to save. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use code Bongino at checkout and get an additional $30 off when you shop their semi-annual sale today. Minimum order may be required. Burgers there, the steaks. The seafood, you're not going to get anything like it. Check it out. OmahaSteaks.com. Use code Bongino. And just, uh, if you'd like, send some burgers to Gee. He loves them. Grill one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sad bun. All right. So the bad news is, the bad news is we're hitting rock bottom here. But there's good news. Dan, you keep saying you're long in the United States. Because I am long in the United States. And the very sad reality is, we quote Bernard Malamud from The Natural. We all live two lives, the one we learn from and the one we live after that. The one we're learning from is happening now. The better life we're going to live after that, I'm sure, is coming soon. I'm sure of it. Folks, it's getting really bad. We're about to hit rock bottom, and the good news is it can only go up. I only hope it doesn't result in nuclear annihilation before. Woke up this morning to find out that OPEC, OPEC, which is the oil cartel, just decided over the weekend, folks, that they're basically, you can see from Zero Hedge, that oil prices are now surging as OPEC says that they're going to do a big production cut. You think the Saudis, the Iranians, the Russians, people who would benefit from high oil prices? You don't think they see the chaos happening in the United States right now with Trump and everything going on? You think this is all an accident? Well, what about this one? NBC News, China's spy balloon gathered intelligence from sensitive U.S. military sites, despite U.S. efforts to block it. Joe, sounds like something, as my grandmother said, we says, didn't? So I says, yeah. and then he says, sounds like something we says in the past, right? That they were gathering intelligence, sources told them. That's what we says. Yeah. So weird, right? It's almost like, a, you know, that balloon that could carry an EMP device. Knock out the electrical grid. Any kind of generators remaining, you'd have a tough time getting oil as OPEC starts to dry up the oil supplies. It's almost like they know something. It's almost like they're taking advantage of liberal police state tactics here, knowing that the United States will eat itself alive from the inside out. You don't think they're watching this too? As the United States starts, we start beating the hell out of each other over, uh, Politically speaking, unfortunately, liberals taking the violence to actual violence. I want you to watch this. This is a guy, Billboard Chris. Uh, he's an activist and he was out uh, protesting against some trans ideology with a billboard on. And uh, thank you, Joe, for editing this. I, I can only use about 20 seconds of this because the man in the picture who goes on to, uh, it appear, engage in some kind of assault against Billboard Chris says the F-bomb probably, what, Joe, 150 times? Whoa. So in order to save Joe the work, I had to cut this thing down to about 10 seconds. But I want you to watch the anger here. Pay close attention. But Dan, I'm listening on Apple or Spotify only. Fair enough. You can hear the anger too. But please go to Rumble. It's about the 40-something minute mark and watch this. I want you to watch the anger in these people's faces on the trans side, these activists. Be very careful. Keep your head on a swivel. Take a listen. You! 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 Hey! Get 
Again, folks, that goes on for about two minutes. I, just, again, to save Joe the work of the FU, which goes on forever. Um, I just, I need you to see in their faces this growing movement on the left with some people in the trans community deciding that violence is their only path forward. Now, this Matt McManus on Twitter, who I'd never heard of before, but is apparently uh, some kind of a leftist, really summed up what I've been telling you forever. What is the new war on gender? What is it about? You think leftists don't know they're only men and women? Of course they know that. They're not stupid. But what they're trying to do is wipe out any sense of objective values. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, objective values, God, family, our competition for the state. They have to wipe out any objective truth. It's why two plus two equals six to them. Because once you wipe out objective truth and you can make people believe two plus two equals five, you can make them believe anything. They say the quiet part out loud sometimes. I saw this tweet this week and I thought, here you go. Summed it up even better than I did. Here's a, here's a, this is the left telling you why they're at war with, with, with common sense like gender. Quote, trans people are threatening to many, are threatening to many conservatives. Because they challenge the conviction that there are authoritative natural laws, you see it, to which we must submit, which conveniently also align with the hierarchical social conventions to which we must also subordinate ourselves. You see it? You see it? The idea of gender is some right wing male patriarchy and knowledge. That knowledge, knowledge, not the fact that it's a fact, that knowledge is a construct of power. That's just a fancy way of saying you know what? Natural law, God-given rights, that's competition for the state. So let's just, this ideology has been class warfare, sexual warfare, race warfare. It's just one new face to the leftist, the leftist trick in the game book, which is we have to wipe out any semblance of objective truth. Here's Winsome Sears, Lieutenant Governor of Virginia, on Bill Maher's show this weekend, just taking it to this left-wing activist who's like, hey, listen, um, the alleged killer in the Nashville case, uh, it was a, a, a woman, but she, you know, we, we can't misgender her. Winsome Sears like, now nah, we're not having any of that. Check this out. Well, what's interesting, if you've noticed, they are misgendering and dead naming the murderer, right? They are referring to the murderer by their given name, not their chosen name. Right. And by their um, re re referring to her as a woman, as opposed to what her identity apparently was, was a man. Right. Which is not the way the media usually does these things. They're usually very particular about the subjective sense of gender identity in respecting that. If someone says they're a man, then they're a man. But in this case, they're not doing that. H hang on. You know what? This person murdered six people. I don't really care who you say you're, you are. You murdered six people and three of them were children. You don't get a say. Well, she's dead now, so, you know. But you don't get a say in telling us who you are and what you're about. You killed six people. Okay, but That's what let's really take matters. her out of this and just... You see what happens here when you plow through the narrative? You see what happens? They don't know what to do. They're so used to you cowering. Here's what else happens when you uh, plow through the narrative. Marjorie Taylor Greene was on 60 Minutes with, Sir! Sir! Lunatic Leslie Stahl, who humiliated herself with the, Sir! When Donald Trump exposed Spygate and the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. Remember that? Yeah. Leslie Stahl's back. Stunned. Marjorie Taylor Greene would call some Democrats groomers. Watch the look on her face after this. Check this out. And things she says that are over the top, like the Democrats are a party of pedophiles. I would definitely say so. They support grooming children. They are not pedophiles. Why would you say that? Democrats, Democrats support, even Joe Biden, the president himself, supports children being sexualized and having transgender surgeries. Sexualizing children is what pedophiles do to children. Wow. Okay. Still don't know what to do. Still don't know what to do. This endless effort to sexualize kids has the Democrats, just like the Soros angle and the Bragg case, paranoid because they're losing control of the narrative and they're in shock and total message disarray. They don't know what to do. I had another 60 minutes clip I'm going to play for you tomorrow. I got a lot more, including some real shenanigans at the FBI, a Las Vegas shooter update, 
basically they're saying, oh, it was all gambling. I'll get to that tomorrow too. Really? That's just, really? That's, yep, yeah, that's what, that's, you sure about that? I'll have to get to that tomorrow because I got, I got major breaking news here on a source and I don't air the source material unless I think it's serious and comes from someone reliable and candidly unimpeachable character wise. A source reached out to me this weekend and said that there is a major scandal brewing in the fam community. What is a fam? That's not sure for family. It's for federal air marshal. That the scandal is that the bureau and the air marshals are uh, coordinating to let's just say observe and follow on airplanes what they would call people of interest. Now, if those people were Al-Qaeda-inspired terrorists, you know, who may have a potential bomb going on the plane, Joe, you'd probably say, oh, okay, good idea. But as with anything else, when it comes down to the FBI and others, you give them a little bit, they take 72 miles. Sources telling me that this program is being abused we're doing our homework on this now, and I'm going to put out some updates. But if this is happening, this is an enormous, another enormous FBI scandal that the surveillance program on planes is being abused to follow people of interest, they call them. And a lot of these people, Joe, let's say, are of interest, not for terrorism, but because of politics. Wow. Wouldn't that be kind of bananas, huh? Yeah. You go and buy a ticket. Joe Armacost, I'm going to come visit you, Dan, down in uh, down in Florida. Okay, great, Joe. Good to see you. Joe buys a ticket, and all of a sudden, that ticket gets flagged. You know he's a producer for the Dan Bongino Show. Maybe we should get a FAM, Federal Air Marshal, to fly next to Joe um, to gather information. Like what? Like Joe on the plane texting? Oh, maybe I'm just going to take a look at the door. Maybe I strike up a conversation with Joe on the plane. Hey, my name's Tony. Hello, I'm Joe. What do you do? Oh, I'm a domestic terrorist who works for Dan Bongino. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this may be yet another major spying scandal. I'm working it now. I feel like we're going to have some more information soon on this. But for those of you out there in the journalism space, you may want to reach out to the federal air marshals and get a comment on the record about this. You may want to put in a FOIA for their communications with the FBI over this and do it quick. This could be another major news story blowing up in the FBI's face. Amazing. Now, if it's being done for legitimate reasons, surveillance and buying a ticket on a plane is not illegal. There's no warrant. It's a public space. Fair enough. But if it's being done for politics and people of interest, oh, we're going to have a major problem. Major problem. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please spread the word. I'll stay on top of that story. If you wouldn't mind, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Rumble. It helps us so enormously. You have no idea. It is absolutely free. Takes a second to click that follow and subscribe button. Helps us stay on the charts. We really appreciate it. Apple, Spotify, and Rumble. Rumble.com slash Bungino. Hope you enjoyed the live chat today. We will see you back here tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern time. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.